Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline Career and Leadership Coach. And today I wanted to talk about it's time to come out of career and job search lockdown. And the reason I say this is because I see so many people that took a break. A break, whether uh, it was a forced break and they uh, are in between jobs and were made redundant and uh, they took this time to reset instead of just focusing on getting their next job. Or it could be that you were in a job, started to look around, then this whole pandemic happened and you just said like, oh my God, heads down, bums up, and I just want to get through this and survive. And so this is all good and well, but as you know, things are going to change. The workforce is going to change and time is ticking along. So instead of like being an ostrich or waiting or being a sitting duck and waiting for things to change, it is important that you now take action and now start thinking about, okay, I had time to rethink my strategy, do a lot of my clients said they had renovations, took a little bit of vacation, uh, they worked bloody hard all their uh, careers. So now is a time, uh, whether it's forced or not to take time off and really enjoy a lot of things. And that is fine. And so my advice and my challenge to you is that you start to, you need to start balancing it out. And what do I mean by it? It's like you had all this time to reflect and to think about it and to reset. A lot of people were in hamster wing and just going and drifting from job to job and going whatever uh, people offered them uh, a, a new opportunity. And it's time to think about, okay, where do I want to be in, let's say, in three years' time or in five years' time? What are my values? What are my strengths? What do I want to achieve in my career that really feeds into that? And to start not only thinking about that, but also start to build a profile around that and think, what would that look like? How do I have to pitch myself to actually obtain the opportunity that I ultimately want? And whether you were scared shitless and didn't want to do anything in in terms of your career and job searching and you didn't want to move and you thought like heads down bums up I will work hard and so on a lot of people have have done that and that is okay but it's also time to think about your what what you want to make sure that what you not going to change in the immediate future but what you're going to change in the long term is going to get you to where you want to be because things are moving. A lot of clients that are in my amazing community are getting interviews 
um, are waiting for job offers to, to come through. So there is movement and it is time to wake up from whatever like uh, state that you have been on there and which is a survival stage for, for more, most people and to take action, to capitalize on that because things are shifting rapidly. Like, yes, like if you see it, like the pandemic hit, like things were uncertain, things are still uncertain. But there's also this realization that companies needed to pivot and the ones who decided to pivot, decided to innovate, decided to transform, they are still recruiting and they're still in the business of like, we're in business, we need to make money. We can't stop completely. So things are changing. And so you need to be able, like if they were able to move forward, you need to be you need to be able to move forward. Because there's one thing that I know for a fact that is when you're standing still, you're going backwards. Because everyone and time will move move forward. So you have to decide now, what am I doing? Am I standing still and going backwards? Or what am I doing? Or am I going in a different direction? That's also fine. But you have to make a decision. And the reason I say this is because for the first time in a long time, you're able to make a very conscious decision, a conscious decision where you want to go with your career. And even though it might feel you do not have a choice, there's always a choice. There's always a choice between action and inaction. And even though that choice might not feel that you're changing the world by tomorrow, landing a new job, getting that promotion, do whatever you want, that's maybe not what's immediately going to happen. But you have a choice, a choice to do nothing and to stay in the situation that you're in and go backwards or a choice to take action and to move forward, to think about how you're positioning yourself. I was talking the other day to a potential client and we were talking about like, okay, he said like, how do you work, Caroline? What, what's your, your, your methodology? And I said like, look, it's very clear and it's very straightforward. There are three phases. And I said like three phases that I can tell you and I'm going to share with you guys now that you can do whether or not you work with me or, or not. It's three exact phases. First of all, you need to know who you are and you need to, and people, I had another client, he became a client, he said like, are people recruiting for that right now? Is that like what makes you stand out? And it's like, hell no, nobody cares who you are, but you need to know because that will enable you to sell yourself. Nobody cares about like, like understanding your core DNA, but you should, because that will set you apart. So it is the first element is getting that understanding. And most people, I, I'm not going to lie to you and not going to pull the wool over your eyes. Most people actually just like skip that part. They just want to go to their resume and LinkedIn profile and they want to brush up their interview techniques and so on. But that is not the best approach and not sustainable approach and not an approach that will give you the best outcomes. Like the best thing for you, for anyone, whether you're in a job or uh, whether you're in between jobs, is to go back to basics and first of all, discover who you are, your career DNA. 
So the best advice I could give you guys is like take a big piece of butcher paper. Oh, I love my butcher papers. And start to write down who you are, the responsibilities you've had, the people you worked with and, and so on. And then this is your new best friend. Take a highlighter and start to highlight everything in it that you that you that you enjoyed, where you worked in flow, that you did a great job, that you had a sense of achievements, and so on. And so you start to get an idea about what your career is looking like because what's in your head you need to translate onto paper because just that exercise of getting it out of your head onto paper will help you tremendous in helping you articulate yourself for the next position because that is the biggest struggle that I see with all the senior people that I work is connecting the dots and being able to articulate themselves very clearly, whether it's on paper or in an interview or in a performance review. So that is a common theme, theme, sorry, theme. So by going through this process, it's going to help you articulate everything that you have done. So next to the yellow highlighter, what you also take is like a red pen and you really scrap through everything that you don't want to do. For example, you might be able to, to write, to, you might be able to do IT development, you might be able to do all these executional things, but if that is not what you want to do anymore, then you have to scrap it out. Because you have to think about positioning yourself for what you can do, but also what you want to do. Because it's not because you can do it that you still want to do it. And a lot of people are staying in that trap. They see, for example, I will take your resume as an example. They see like their resume as like it needs to be in a, a, a truthful representation of all the skills and experience that they have done over all the years that they have worked. And it used to be like that, but now it has shifted. So it has shifted from a traditional resume that really clearly articulated your historical overview of your career to a sales document. And yes, it still needs to be truthful. I agree with you so before you say anything but it also needs to sell you. And before you are able to sell yourself on a piece of paper called your resume or like on your LinkedIn profile, you need to know what makes you you, what makes you unique. So you need to understand your unique value proposition. Once you understand that, so once you have done that butcher paper, then the next step you need to do is like put that in a summary all together in an elevator pitch. We all like a good elevator pitch. Like you can have like different uh, products, but they all are able to sell themselves in such a way that uh, it uh, makes them stand out. So, oh, my all time lovely example is like a Dell computer and like a Macintosh. Like our, I'm a big Mac and Apple fan. But like, to be honest, they're both computers and I don't know anything about computers. So Adele can do pretty much in my point of view, the same as the Macs, but it's a different value proposition that they have. 
And that makes also a different quality, a different way of service. You can go to specific shops. You can't buy a Macintosh there and there. You have to go, like, they're different value proposition. And that's basically how you need to see yourself. Like, yeah, people might have the same skills and experience as you, yourself, but you need to think about what makes me unique. How can I sell that in a different value proposition? How can I beat Apple in, within the brands of computers? How can I make my unique value proposition super clear that other people can see it and it resonates with them? So first you do your butcher paper, then you create your pitch, your elevator pitch. And then you go over to your self-marketing material. So your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your cover letter. Now, most people, they go immediately to their resume and they outsource it to a resume writer and say like, hey, here, make me a resume that just sells me and gets me a job interview because I will do absolutely well in a job interview. But they forget the initial part. Like if you haven't done any self-discovery, if you don't know who you are, you're not able to articulate that to your resume writer. So they can't even write a resume that's really authentic and aligned with you. So if you want to create a resume and a LinkedIn profile that really is aligned with your message and is consistent with with how you brand yourself. And it, and basically for me and the clients that I work with, a resume has to do one thing. It needs to attract certain position and it's to repel others. So because what you want to do is create a resume that does that. It's not about the, right, the wrong jobs because like it's going to be frustrating for you if you attract jobs that don't pay what you're worth or where you can't really use your talents and your strengths. So basically, you need to be able to articulate yourself very clearly on that piece of paper already for, for roles that match that and are able to provide that and for opportunities that don't match that. Now, a lot of clients say to me, Caroline, I don't want to pigeonhole myself. I want to spread my net as wide as possible. And I get that. But if you try to communicate with everyone, you will communicate with no one. Think about a restaurant, and maybe not the best analogy, but think about a restaurant. And think about the restaurants that you are not referred to. And if you see like, ah, oh, we do pizza, but we also do Italian, uh, sorry, we do also Indian, and we also do sushi, and we do like uh, fries and steak, like you wouldn't be attracted to that, even though they try to offer you everything. But it's like, no, like you have to, like, I want to go to a restaurant that has a, a specialization. Now, I don't want you to specialize. It's not because you're a generalist that you have to be a specialist, that all hopes are out of the window. It's about getting clarity about your messaging and about your positioning. So you need to be crystal clear about that. And even the people that actually claim to be a generalist, like, we are getting super clear and they rephrase it that it's not a generalist like I've done IT, I've done admin, I've done uh, HR. Like it's not like that they have all done these areas. It's most of the time that they are, uh, yes, I've done IT, I've got done commercial, I've done finance and commercial, operational and commercial. Like they have done a lot within a certain area, in a certain specification, in a certain 
um, specialization, basically. Yes, they have moved around different industries, but it's still like there's a common theme. And when I first talked to you about that butcher paper, that will help you to identify the themes that you need to help you position yourself. Anyway, so we're on your resume and your LinkedIn profile. So it's super important to get the right clarity, to get the right understanding, to create authentic self-marketing material. That's not just a bunch of pair words on paper. That really is something that you're proud to send, that you say like, you know what? This is me. I can talk to every single point in that. And that's what you need to create. Then lastly... It's where all the magic comes together because the first two parts you can do pretty much very quickly. People always say to me, coming into my program, it's like, how long will it take, Caroline? Tell me, what's the time frame? I want, to, I want speed. I, I, really, I really want urgently a solution. And I always say the same. It's like your pitch and your resume, your LinkedIn profile, you can get done in a week, week and a half, like no problem. And I will go as quickly as you will go. So that's not a problem. Your strategy and the implementation of your strategy, that's something else. That really depends on the level you're coming in because basically that depends on the size of your network, the, your job market. Uh, that depends on how introvert, extrovert, uh, comfortable you are with interviews and so on. Because your strategy is all about how you as a person, diversify your job search. Now, uh, one of my clients successfully landed already her next six-figure leadership role during the pandemic. Uh, she had a great network. So she came to me uh, and just to brush up her pitch, her elevator pitch and her resume and LinkedIn profile because she was aware that she said like, look, before I go out to my network, I want to make sure that all my ducks are in a row and I'm ready to go because I want to give the right perception. I don't want to really uh, mislead them or attract the wrong uh, opportunities because that way I burn bridges. So basically, I want to be ready if that happens. Then I have other clients that basically like say, I've, I haven't interviewed. I've always been tapped on the shoulder. I have been referred for job uh, jobs. And so I never had really the need to have a formal interview. So it takes longer to actually go through all the interview processes because interviewing is a skill, a skill you can learn, but only way you learn something is by practice. So it takes a little bit longer uh, to actually be become a master, become a ninja. So it depends really on your starting point and also because other people are constantly involved. Like if you um, um, are trying to open the back door to a top company, it's not that you can, you, you have the other person that also needs to connect with you in order for you to actually go and move to the next stage. So that's why I say like the first two parts you have complete control about uh, control over. It's like the last part, the strategy part that you have to be flexible because that might take time. And that is also what I see with a lot of people. Like uh, a lot of people have, if, if you're still in a job, like they have stayed in a job, they, they, they want to look for another opportunity, but they, uh, they are too afraid to move because they 
kind of like say like I'm lucky to be in the job so the last thing I want to do is is move right now and I'm here to say like you don't have to move you just have to get ready because a lot of people they don't have their ducks in a row they're not ready yet and so they will miss out on opportunities that people are looking for their profile on LinkedIn and because they haven't really updated their profile or because they haven't optimized their profile they're going to miss out or they see suddenly their dream job appearing and they uh, need to send their resume and then they're thinking like oh my god my resume is not up to date bam guess what they miss out because they just sent an, uh, a resume that's not up to standard and so there's so many techniques and strategies that you need to put in place before you even start actively looking for a job that you already have to be aware, uh, aware of. So it's time to come out of this uh, paralyzed zone uh, where job seekers or career people or, uh, are, like, are in and say, like, I'm not going to do anything because like I want to reset, take time, which I definitely understand, but they are paralyzed. And when you're paralyzed, Basically, you're going to be overtaken by people that are taking the action, that are doing uh, certain things towards their career development. So my message for today is that I don't want you to miss out. And yes, it's an uncertain time and it's not going to end, uh, but it's definitely changing time and uh, all the time. And so you need to be prepared no matter what. And it's time to reclaim your own power and step in your own power and say like i have made sacrifices i have achieved certain things and i will continue to do so and i know my value and if you wanted to change career before this pandemic then there was a reason why you wanted to change and think about it has that reason changed and if not then it's time that you start taking action towards leaning in, moving forward. Like I said, I don't say that you have to change your jobs tomorrow because that this is not the point. But you, there is also no time in waiting for you to see an, an uplift before you start taking action because when you see an uplift, it's already too late because you want to be ready when that uplift happens that you actually can join that ride and go up with it and that's basically how you make sure that whatever situation you were in before that you capitalize on that and that you develop within your career i hope that makes sense and i hope that really gave you some inspiration on to take action to move forward to get out of that paralyzed state whether you're in a job or whether you're in between jobs and thought to take your foot off the brake for a while just relax and to be honest who wouldn't and summer is beginning here in Australia so um, definitely understand but there's so many things that you can put in place to actually get your ducks in a row as I always say now if you just stumbled upon this stream and you're not part of my private Facebook group what I would say, if you stumbled on my screen on uh, LinkedIn, definitely uh, connect with me on LinkedIn if you want to be 
Um, if you want to be part of my private Facebook group, then uh, definitely go to my profile and there is a link to the, the, the group and join the group. Uh, otherwise, um, and if you're interested in working with me, I will pop a link below so you can see how I can help you. Um, to give you an overview for people who don't know me, I work with uh, professionals with typically over 15 years professional experience uh, who find themselves stuck in their job search and wants to uh, want to get unstuck and basically get help landing the next six-figure leadership role. So what I specialize in is, first of all, those three areas. First of all, really getting clear on your career identity, who you are, really make helping you co-create that pitch and making sure that we know your positioning and your added value. Then we look at your resume and your LinkedIn profile and your cover letter to see how your self-marketing material um, uh, are working at the moment. And we up-level that to make sure that it's outstanding. And then as a third component, we work on, on your strategy. So we have your diversifying your job search strategy, making sure that you know how to open back doors to company companies but also like how to navigate an interview process because once you get an interview you want to bring your a game you don't want to leave it up to chance and ah, i'm going to win wing it you want to be spot on in how you position yourself so if that is of interest to you i will pop a link below and uh, you can check out my the program that i run and then um let me know if you have any more questions Thank you so much. And um, yep, I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again, and I'll connect with you on the next episode.